Welcome to the podcast series on sexual health for seniors with Dr. Sue and Bernie O'Brien. This podcast series is based on conversations with seniors about sexual health, sexual desire and related matters. In this session, we will be discussing Harry. Welcome, Bernie. Thank you, Dr. Sue. It's great to be here again, and I'm looking forward to this session as well. Just to give a bit of background, sexual desire in older age was a topic that I researched with the Queensland University of Technology some years ago via interviews with a range of older people. This session's narrative is about sexual desire from an older person's perspective, and our focus this week is on Harry's story. Harry was a fit and spry gentleman who looked much younger than his 70 years. His open, friendly face contributed to his youthfulness. Harry lived in a neat, low-set home with his partner, an attractive lady who also looked younger than her age of 65 years. Harry's partner had been diagnosed with Alzheimer's disease and was often confused. Prior to the partnership, Harry had been happily married for several years until his wife died suddenly during what should have been a fairly routine surgical procedure. His wife's unexpected death was particularly shocking for Harry as he had experienced significant health problems himself in the years preceding his wife's death and he had expected to die first. When asked about his experiences of sexual desire, Harry described himself as having a high level of sexual desire. In his words... The real big desire that happens when you are younger, where it completely dominates for a time, where you just want to do it, I wouldn't say it changed a lot through the time I was with my wife and even as I got older. I wouldn't say the actual desire or enjoyment of it had declined. I don't think it does. No, it just was always there with my wife. Do you think sexual desire declines with age, Bernie? Yes. Do you? Yeah. Do you? I'm not sure. Well, some of the participants in the research indicated that it doesn't. Everybody is different then. They are different, of course. But in general, you do feel that ageing does. I think health and issues like that and, of course, loss of a partner can take away that desire in in some people. But for some, maybe a very small percentage of the population, some of the research participants did indicate that even though they're no longer sexually active, they still occasionally will think about Six. I base mm. a lot of my thoughts on my own family, my yeah. father in particular. We were pretty close. Right. And according to him, sexual <laughs> desire decreases the older that he gets. <laughs> and you believed him. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Back to Harry. About three years after his wife's death, Harry was introduced to his second partner by mutual friends. The couple enjoyed each other's company and shared several interests. Harry said that intimacy was not immediate. They were off to a slow start. When I met her, it'd be at least six months before we had sex. We did have some pretty good sex after the six months. Sex was pretty frequent. I was already about 57 to 59 when I met her, say 60, early 60s. And from what I can recollect, when we were away, we had sex every night at one stage. Then Harry required a surgical procedure for a vascular problem. It was a relatively common procedure and Harry didn't anticipate any adverse events. Soon after he recovered, Harry realised that he could no longer achieve an orgasm when he had intercourse. It was an unexpected outcome. Harry's doctor advised him that the nerves may have been damaged during the procedure. Harry felt as though something vital had been torn from his body. He was very unhappy with the outcome. It was the worst possible time because just prior to the procedure, Harry and his partner had finally decided to live together. After the procedure, the couple's sexual relationship declined. 
I could not quite complete at all. I can get an erection most times, but well, to be quite blunt, I couldn't complete the sex act. That was since about six years ago. It's declined a bit because of the fact that I'm not able to ejaculate because of the fact that it hasn't been happening. The problem was functional and Harry retained a strong sexual desire. It's very frustrating because I have to use all the strength in my head to put it out of my mind sort of thing. You don't want to, but you're forced to, so that's very frustrating. I was quite shocked, so I went back to the specialist. He never ever suggested anything he could do surgically. It's just as if some parts had operated that way. That's what I felt, as if it was cut off or something. I talked to a few doctors about it because I thought it might be something they could repair. I was disgusted with the specialist because he did not understand my need at all. I went back six months later and he said, well, it's probably not going to get any better. That's what he said. I had no idea that I was going to lose anything in that area. I didn't. It gave me a complete shock. I was surprised that the specialist didn't even look like offering me anything and the aftermath of all that was no sex. Then disaster struck again. But this time, the problem was centred on Harry's second wife. They were still in the first few years of their marriage. I've run into this heck of a problem now. She's got Alzheimer's and she gets very emotional. Sometimes she gets a little bit more demanding now. She was shy before, but now she wants to have sex a lot of the time. Well, what she is, she's trying to please me. Harry wanted the sexual relationship to continue, but it wasn't the same. I often think, yes, I will have sex with her, but I don't because of the lack of the connection. She's really not the same. She'd have sex as many times as I suggested. Some blokes would say, that's marvellous. I heard someone say that if you could only get a woman to have a sex brain like a man. She seems to enjoy it more than I do because I suppose I'm a bit put off now because of the frustration. If I was having complete sex with her like I was before, there's no doubt now... I would feel more satisfied. Mm. So, Bernie, what do you think the key themes coming out of that are there? I think that Harry has a lot of medical issues at play there, and not just his, but hers. I'd be interested to know what you think a a man's sex brain is like. (laughs) Any thoughts on that? (laughs) Or am I putting you on the spot there? Thank you, Dr. Sue. (laughs) Do you think there's a difference between a male brain and a female brain in relation to sex? Yes, I've Mm. always felt that. Yeah. I think that it's part of the expectation thing. I think you're right. I mean, the research will show that, you know, women do like that connection and all the foreplay that goes with it and all of those things, whereas a a man, and I shouldn't be generalising, but a man can just jump on and go for it. What do you reckon? Wham, bam, thank you, (laughs) man. That's it. And then start snoring. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I think that's true. But it was a sad thing. And I remember talking to Harry and he was very angry. He was very angry. He felt that he was written off by the medical profession because of his age. I understand that he could be angry. But at the same time, we are advised from an early age, normally, that we have to look after ourselves. Mm. We've got to take care of the temple, the body, and there might be other factors Mm. that have weakened his ability to continue strongly, apart from simply age. Yes, that's true. Although he felt that the nerves were cut, like it was a misadventure in the operating theatre, and they just didn't own up to it. Well, that may be. Mm. They didn't want to get sued. I don't know. probably, yeah. It's only speculation. Yes, Uh, of course. yeah. Yeah, that's right. 
Yes. Affection and intimacy was maintained between the couple for a while. This is back to Harry's story. But Harry noticed that his feelings had altered. He felt lost and soon he felt as if he was going through another bereavement process. It's hard to explain, but my lover's changing to pity for her. It's not the same thing. In fact, it's almost like the grieving when my wife died. It was devastating for quite a while. Yeah, so for him, it sounds like he lost his first wife in very sudden circumstances and then met somebody else and a slow start, but eventually an active relationship. But in the meantime, his own sexual function was um, undergoing some issues as well. But all of a sudden, then his wife has Alzheimer's. And so for him, there was that second grieving process. And I think the research does show that when a partner or a spouse has dementia, there is often that loss, that part of that grieving process in losing the person, their identity. You might not lose them physically, but certainly that connection disappears after a while. Yes, everybody's journey is different and they're all interesting. I remember years and years ago, I was in the garden with my dad. Must your, fa- admit, your father, I... Bernie, seems to have featured quite prominently in yes. your sex life. Does he? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, that's an assumption. <laughs> A generalisation. I, I do recall that we look for a bit of parental advice when mm. we're in our mid-teens. We were weeding the weeds out of the vegetable patch, I recall, in Mildura. And I said to him, Dad, what is this meaning of life anyway? And he said, well, I can't tell you what the meaning of life is, son, but I can tell you that the purpose of life is to be born, to procreate and then die. I think there's more to it than that. You think? I do, yes. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> Yeah, I think so. We could come back to that story another time. The meaning of life as an older person. So Harry's partner was still only in the late 60s when he was no longer able to care for her because of wandering and frequent falls. So he had to organise a nursing home for her. He tried to visit as often as he could, but he acknowledges that his visits are now infrequent. Though eventually he did meet another lady, although the relationship did not run smoothly but Harry wanted more from the relationship than his new lady friend was prepared to give. She wants to be in control of what happens. She also wants to control how we have sex. This lady says, I don't need any man for a start, and there is only the one time in the relationship where I was successful where I got her excited to the point where she was actually wet. The other times I was trying to get in her, but I couldn't because of the dryness and it just fades out. It probably wouldn't have stayed up anyhow. She knows I can get an erection, so she's not given up on me completely, but she still gets frustrated. When we're together and she's fooling around a bit, well, she's not above doing what she thinks might stimulating me by touching me. She has said to me that she needs sex in her life. She's a very sexy lady. And I did find that with some of the research, one of the presumptions that I had was that there were a lot of lonely older women out there not really interested in sex. But what I found with some of the research as we worked through some of the stories was that a lot of the older men were just as happy to have a companionship. There was one man, but we'll talk about it another time, who was a dancer. He'd had a TERP, a transurethral transection, and he'd had an enlarged prostate and he remained incontinent, which was an ongoing occurrence following a TERP. So he wasn't comfortable to have sex himself. But he found that all the women were quite demanding. So obviously here's a lady who has very firm ideas about what she wants from a sexual partner and Harry wasn't always able to meet those needs. Do you feel that was what he was saying there? 
Yeah, I do feel that. I have another close friend who I've known for, gee, 25 years, and we've sort of grown up together in a way. And he's unmarried. He's a bachelor. He's a straight, heterosexual guy. He is an entertainer. That's his job. And I remember he came over to dinner with my wife and I, and he said to me while the wife was in the kitchen, what is it about marriage anyway? Is it just the sex? And I said, it's got very little to do with it. I said, mate... It's more about the companionship, and he didn't get that. He obviously lived a long, solitary life, though, and was quite set in his oh, ways. Not that long. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're yeah, quite it, set it in his ways. I agree. So yes. people are different. Once again, everyone mm. is an individual. Yeah. We all have different needs and with different ways to fulfil them. So Harry wanted his new lady to live with him. That was something that he wanted, but she preferred to retain her independent life and refused to move in with him. Despite this, Harry was a cheerful man. He had dealt with some challenging life events and was hopeful that his new romance would improve. Adversity was no stranger to Harry. So what do you think they're the main themes coming through that narrative were, Bernie? Oh, it's a bit of a hardy, isn't it? It's a hard question, Dr. Sue. Yes. But again, can I refer back to something that my dad told me (laughs) a long, long time ago? I love that relationship you had with your oh, dad. He was, by a, he was a very it. sensible man, yeah, my father. Yeah. And he had a, a strong monogamous marriage and had seven children and mm-hmm. he was pretty good at farming. Was he a farmer? You said you lived, it was Mildura. Were yep. you, was he a farmer? Yeah, he right. was a, a farmer and also a school teacher. First a teacher, then a farmer. But those things are pretty good mm. things to base Foundational uh, things. a family on. But I remember he told me that in the opinion of some men, a woman's place is in the kitchen, the laundry and the bedroom. But he also said that was in the days of the Depression. These days, he said, women's liberation has turned it all around. And quite frankly, I think he's right. So that's a major theme that what older men consider is right and proper is different from what younger men may think. And even when those younger men do age, their thoughts will continue along those lines. That's only my opinion. Yeah, so do you think Harry was a bit uncomfortable about the fact that he was having a sexual relationship but not within the home, like within a home environment? I don't think that there's any evidence in his interview that's the case. Mm -hmm. What about you? Well, as a female, I suppose you always think a man wants to be looked after and maybe that's what he wanted. Yeah, he certainly he wanted to have sex as well, but he himself had the issue of not always being functional and able to have sex. But at the same time, perhaps he still wanted to be looked after. And she, being a strong, independent woman, wanted to have sex, but not necessarily do the looking after. Another interesting possibility is that we don't want to lose things. We don't mm, want to lose mm. ability. I think that generally we will lose the ability to lift big weights, to run fast across the road uh, while a bus is coming. We lose the ability to do a lot of things. And one of those things is to have a frequent and satisfactory sex life. I say again, it's all part of growing up or reaching the end stage of our lives. Yes, and I think you've nailed the theme there because he had the loss of his first wife who died suddenly and then the loss of his second wife who had Alzheimer's. But he also had the loss of his own sexual function as well. So I think loss was a strong theme there. But also resilience in that he was able to go out and meet somebody else and carry on in a new relationship and try to make the best of it in difficult times. I'm sure that's right. Yeah, 
Yeah. Thanks, Bernie. You've been listening to Bernie O'Brien and Dr. Sue, and we've been talking about sexual design older age. The focus this week was on Harry. We'll continue with our series on sexual health for seniors in our next podcast.